Welcome to the Tongue in Cheek podcast with the Solomon sisters. I am Dina. We are your pop culture vultures in couture. And unfortunately, Alana cannot be here today, but I will be representing us. We have an amazing guest, Sarah from Ken Vanderpump's Meme Villa, is here today. So let's begin. Yay! Hi! Hi! It's so amazing to have you here today. Thank you, and thank you for having me. Oh my gosh, we are such, like, we love your account. Alana, unfortunately, couldn't make it today, but we, like, love your whole page, and the name is our Oh, thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate that. I just never really thought that I would be doing this, but I've taken it up as a quarantine hobby and it's been a lot of fun so well we I really love it I, I wanted to say I enjoy checking out your work too oh thank you my favorite is your tiktok I have a tiktok as well and you guys are really really good at editing your videos I'm like really into it oh thank you thank you well that's such a big compliment we have to check out yours as well yeah I um it's a little different than my Real Housewives stuff. So. Oh, well, I can't wait to see, though. You look so cute today as well. Thank you. Thanks. Oh, of course. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Can I ask, how did you, is your name, does it come from your love of Ken and Lisa? Or? So I am an artist, and when I originally thought of doing a meme account, I wanted to have a little puppet of Ken Todd, which is the husband, of Lisa Vanderpump, I was going to do something really like cheesy and hokey, but then I realized it was a lot of work, which is <laughs> typically what happens with my ideas. Yeah. And But I just kind of rolled with the name because as I was using it, it was really like interesting how I was treated different on the internet when people thought I was a man. And um, so I was loving it. And the whole beginning part of this journey, I was not even like showing my identity whatsoever so I would talk in the like sense that I was Ken Vanderpump and it was a lot of fun but I couldn't like uphold it now I just make memes and it's my voice but with a man's name so but I love that when you say that people were treating you differently can, what did you notice like so it it especially happened when the Kelly Dodd Black Lives Matter hat drama went down and I was really into it because I had just started the account. It had been only a week I was doing it and I was so excited. And then she just kind of took the, knocked the wind out of me with that because I was like, just going into this, like hoping it would be fun. And I was like, but now it's kind of serious to me like this is an issue that we're all facing as Americans and in the world and so I um I started commenting you know and being more active and less comedic and when I would comment I would see people especially women like react differently when they thought they were talking to a man is that strange yeah, yeah. So I was loving that for a while, but then I finally was like, can't, I can't sustain it. Cause like, I can't like so much of me is in these memes, like in the way I think. And so I just kind of do what I do now, which is just keep the aesthetic of Vanderpump. Like I like use the pinks. And yeah, I swans. love the pinks. It's just so, Thank like, you. so obsessed with it. Thank you. <laughs> 
So um, that's kind of how it came about. And I love when I tell my friends because I've slowly told them. Like I know I saw some of your posts about it. Yeah. I And when I tell them, they are like, they laugh at me hysterically because of the name. They're like, we can't, like, you're just, they think I'm crazy, but I love it anyway. So well we think you are amazing and what kind of artwork do you are you is that your work yes that is Um, beyond beautiful thank you it's one of my paintings i it's not finished right now so i'm in my little art nook because i'm also a mom so i'm hiding from my baby right now okay i love it (laughs) Um, you're so talented thank you i appreciate that's what you'll see a lot on my tiktok um I do a bunch of tutorials and like art techniques because um, I'm also an art teacher. So I, oh, I just, that. yeah. So it's a very separate world than my Bravo world, yes. which I love. I love that I have that because on my TikTok, I don't really like get snarky or anything. I, you know, but when I have a hidden identity, I feel like more confident to do that and like have fun with it. So and when it's about like reality television, it's like very innocent and fair. Yeah, and it's you know cheeky but so funny. I mean, I was again just going through some of my favorites that you did, and I love everything you do on Leah. I think you are just Thank so you. like with all the fashion <laughs> points. I just feel well, like you're so on point. I gotta say though about the Leah stuff, as I kind of feel bad because it seems like I'm like hating on her but I actually am kind of the same you know in the way that we are in like the 90s and so that's like how I was able to like when I saw her wear the baggy pants I was like oh we're bringing back Jankos that's fun you know (laughs) and so I um so it's like kind of like I I like semi relate to her style although I think there's some things that she wears that I definitely wouldn't yeah but um but I think yeah. it does come across because even I think in one of them you wrote like I get it though I'm like there yeah. for it and I was like you're just so funny and then I love what you did with the the live footage of Sonia looking for her place and crying. Yeah, that was oh my god when I so how <laughs> I find the videos for my memes is I like watch videos just sometimes in bed when I'm laying in bed just instead of my television because I have a baby it's all confusing and I have to like put my headphones on and so I'll like watch old like things on YouTube and when I saw her put that scarf over her head I was like oh my god it's so perfect for like unfortunately for like what everything that's going on but and it was right when the time that Roni like supposedly had a shutdown so I, it just sometimes it happens by chance you know like well, it was of- hilarious I think like I literally like laughed out loud I was like this is so true and on point thank but, you <laughs> you always have a love for housewives or did it kind of um, develop in quarantine more no well it's been a wave so I you know what it's been like following me as a housewife because I've had <laughs> I had a child at 25, so I have a 13-year-old, and he, when he was first born, I would, that's when Roni came out, and I wasn't so into OC really much ever, although I do appreciate some of the OGs from OC, like I, but I, they're not really my kind of girls, and so, but when Roni came out, I would like, as a 25-year-old with my baby, like sit and watch it, and just like kind of dream of the New York City lifestyle, and I mean, it's, it's pretty cliche, but it's true, like reality television kind of dazzled me in that way, and I grew up watching the real world on MTV, and like all the MTV reality television shows, so I, and this one was like hitting me because I was a new mom and I was a, already a single mom. And so 
I was really into it. And then I started teaching. And when I started teaching and working, I didn't watch TV very much at all. I bet you had no time. Um, <laughs> no time. I was exhausted. And when I was wanting to do stuff, I'd be doing my paintings or, you know, and it was only a small window of time at night. And so I just fell off like TV in general. And then when I had my recent baby, like he's a year, he's like 16 months. Um, oh my God, I, and you look amazing. You're such a little skinny mini. Oh my God. Thank you. I am working on it. It's, it's a, it's a work in progress, but thank you. And I, um, I picked up Roni again and I was like, but now I live in New York city. And so it was like, I was really relating to it and being a housewife now in Brooklyn. And so that, but then from Roni, it spiraled and I hadn't seen Beverly Hills ever. And now I'm like, Oh, just love those girls. And I'm Potomac also, I really got into totally so and amazing. New Jersey. And so it just is a thing. And also the Shaws of Sunset. I love the Shaws of Sunset. Yeah. You know, that was my first like March quarantine, like binge. And I was like, and I'm half Persian. And I was like, how am I so late to this right now? Like I went from season one all the way on. Oh, it must've been so much fun. You must've had like, it's so exciting when you first get into and you have all of that content and one of the best shows. Yes. To have so, all that, I, we like are obsessed with Reza. So just seeing it. I, I love Reza. I, I just like them all. I kind of love Golnessa because she's like so messy and. She's just so messy. I just felt like at the last two seasons, I don't know if other people felt this. I felt like it was clear she doesn't want to be on the show. Like, I feel like she's very much cut yeah. off certain stuff. I think with her journey to motherhood kind of kind of got in the way of the typical yeah. so that we're, we're used to. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, in general, I look forward to the next season of that. I thought the reunion was kind of meh, but like... I had the same reaction. My sister thought it was really powerful, and I didn't know if maybe because I watched it like during the different weeks that for me, right. I was like, this is not like, I, I thought we were going to get so much more. Yeah. And I also thought like the whole time that Mercedes was like, it, it, it the timing of her fallout with Reza was perfect with her motherhood. Because when you are, have a baby, like I just couldn't even imagine doing a reality television show mm -hmm. and doing that at the same time. So I was like, hmm, that's good timing. Like I'm, you know, cause then she took a back seat and got to focus on her family at least, you know. See, for me, I was like, at first I was thinking, you know, during the reunion, okay, this is really what's going on. But when they did the flash forward to them in the park, yeah. it seemed so, so staged to so me that staged. I was like, what is happening? 100% agree. I was like, I'm okay. I'm kind of over this story. Yeah. They're going to, they're going to be friends again. And I think that I'm, I mean, I think they're going to just have to freshen everything up because right now, like it's kind of reached a dead end. Like there's going to have to be like, uh, you know, like how the shows release scandals beforehand. Yeah, and like they need something. Something. Because mm -hmm. I know they're trying to now say, you know, Reza was right. That Mike cheated on his girlfriend right now. They just both unfollowed each other. And I guess Reza I'm, did a live about it. I'm not caught up on that tea. That's interesting. Yeah. They're saying Mike cheated on his... Oh, that's, oh no. I know. Poor Mikey, you can't get it right. I know. I think it was earlier this week that they were reporting it. And that I guess Reza did a live where he kind of, I missed the live too, oh, where I guess he alluded that Mike was cheating on her. And then a few days later, Dude, they that guy fumbles good 
women. I I'm I not know. into it, but no. but I wouldn't be shocked. It wouldn't be shocking to me. It's not you shocking, know? but I think it is a little like he comes from such a good family dynamic like his yeah seem like they're with women like for very long times his father and his mother have been together forever mm-hmm. it's weird how he seems so lost in letting people actually into his life yeah i i it's interesting i mean i think that probably too he's like the like in a way the black sheep of the family yeah. and kind of has taken on that role it'll be interesting to hear what he if that happened if what he has to say about it having we like gone through it like a couple times yeah and i want to see what you he's know? gonna do if reza really did do this live and out right. his right. reaction to that but um back to the thing about new york being your like first yeah you'll post about how you might want um what's her name oh my god why am i thinking scary island where oh um, kelly kelly so do you was kelly one of your favorite characters like people okay okay so my thing about kelly is that i don't wouldn't be friends with her but as an audience member like just being removed from that whole situation with her going cuckoo on scary island if she was doing that on purpose it was fucking funny sorry excuse my language no, no, you can swear but, okay all right so that would be funny if she would but like if she was really I, I don't know, part of me wants to believe that she was, like, somehow coherent, like, because she kept shushing people, and, like, um, so I kind of see it as a comedy routine. I do. I, like, saw her whole breakdown as a comedy routine. <laughs> I don't know if that's, like, okay of me, like, or PC of me, but, like, I, um, and then as far as anytime Kelly comes into the picture, it involves pissing off Bethany, and... Bethany's not really my favorite, so, like, I just kind of like her purpose just for that, you know, like. Why don't you like Bethany? So, Bethany is a little too loud for me. Okay. <laughs> like, I don't, like, if we were in a social circle, like, and I heard, like, the constant one-upping and, like, um, just, you know, she's so aggressive towards the other ladies. I don't know if I would gel with that. Like, that would hit, like, a brick wall with me, you know? And so I, I feel that way as an audience member, too, sometimes. And, like, she's just so abrasive that it's, like, jarring. Like, especially when she comes at people like Heather, who's, like, not abrasive like it's pretty like chill and I don't know so I'm, I I don't dislike Bethany I think she does like really great things for like social justice and helping the world and I appreciate who she was for the show as like she's an icon you know she's just not like my favorite no I'm I more like you. a Sonia like I need I need the comedy I need like it to be a little bit more like light but I need the heavy there, but just to kind of loathe it a little bit, you know? No, I feel you. I think, because I've like, rewatched Rahoni at least, like, five or six times, that mm-hmm. when I first kind of met Bethany, I didn't like her. And I actually had a lot of years where I was very mad at her because I knew she was the one that got rid of Jill, and I had loved yeah. Jill. And yeah. I was, like, very upset about that. I knew, like, she stopped to watch What Happens Live because she didn't want her to, like, all this stuff at the time. But mm-hmm. then watching it especially during quarantine I had like a whole new love for her because in so many ways it's kind of though her as I think also an outside perspective she's such a role model for women like what she's been able to accomplish and she's so strong so and true. I, 
time she's I do think she's kind of funny like in her little comments oh my god she's had me dying before so like I'm not saying she's not funny she's so funny like Sonia is the queen yeah but Sonia's the kind of like funny that is like more slapstick and like and I could watch her on stage you know Bethany is good in the commentary and the snarky comments and being quick on her feet and you know so I I do appreciate her she's just if we were, I just know that if we were hanging out, like, we would probably butt heads. No, I feel yeah. you. I don't know yeah. if Bethany would love me, but I do think I would, like, be like, hey, girl. Well, you could definitely style her and I, make her look so good. So the, Most of my clients go for Bethany or Tinsley. They send me mm-hmm. pictures, both Alana and I, of th- what they're wearing on Housewives and be like, That's get awesome. me these full looks. So I feel yeah. like at this point with Bethany, I could be like, I get you. I'm here. Let's <laughs> right? do this. Alice and Olivia. She'd be so lucky to have you guys. Well, thank you. But mm-hmm. um, So I'm guessing you watch Salt Lake City. Oh my God. Yeah. Can I just say, I was not excited about Salt Lake City because I've never been to Salt Lake City. I don't know anything about it. And I was like, that is just such a random place to have a whole franchise until all the cult stuff. I'm like, this is right up my alley. Like I know about like I love to watch like the Leah Remini oh my God, I'm stuff. I'm in the middle of watching that right now. Okay, good. Yay. Right? It's so good. It's my second time watching it. Yeah, no, I've I've i rewatched the episodes too. Like I'm so into like learning about that and like Mormonism and everything. And so like what I don't know why it didn't register that that was gonna be a part of this show. Because I was like, why would a Mormon join Real Housewives? That would that just doesn't make sense to me. But it never dawned on me that we would be getting former Mormons. And so, like, no. with that is going to come a lot of tea and, like, a lot of, like, baggage and history. And I'm, like, really looking forward to it now. Like, I'm, I got into it first episode because the characters were, are so special. Amazing. They really are. I think for our first cast, like, um, we had said this on a previous podcast, but for the first cast for of a new season there's not one women woman on the show that I don't want to like I want to know more about them like I feel like I wanted a two-hour episode same but I do combine the two Meredith and Lisa I I do I'm guilty of mixing them up all the time if (laughs) Meredith would just constantly wear the puffy sleeves I would always remember her but so her son, I'm like obsessed with him. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I thought I thought they were great, but I was like, who's in the drive-thru of Taco Bell? Like, <laughs> you know, like what did they have a Porsche and like as they're yeah, getting a Gordita? Like I'm like, okay, so now I understand why this person was casted. <laughs> yeah. I have like such a love for Lisa and Jen already. And then yeah. Meredith, as soon as she introduced us to Brooks and she wore that dress, I was like, and now my love for you is very, right. it's here. So I'm totally into Heather. I think Heather is going to be like the real person in the show that's going to like kind of like give it to us straight. And I always like those personalities because I'm like, hmm. She's already been like, like so, like rolling her eyes at some of them. So I'm like looking forward to seeing more of that. Heather, I didn't think I, I was. I'll be honest. Yeah. I, when I watched the commercials, I was even talking to one of my friends about. It, I was like, I don't think I'm gonna like Heather. Like I yeah. don't the commercials. I'm not into her. I just feel like she's gonna be a lot. And I have to say, in like the first like minute of meeting her, I was like, I really like her, and I find her so interesting. I think it's gonna. And- be- 
Heather and Jen, like as yeah. leaders. But right. I think Heather will be the one that's kind of the calmer one. And Heather has, yeah, because she's down, she seems very down to earth. But you know, it's also like I'm scared to like say anything about any of these ladies because I don't know where it's gonna go. Yeah. And like it's hard. Everything right now is first impressions, you know? And so I think that a lot of the like audience is gonna focus on Mary because yes. what she's doing is like so bizarre to a lot of people but for me like being from like a cult loving like documentary like she is kind of like her like religion is like considered quite small compared to like mormonism you know which is like a giant empire so i think that that is more of like going to be the ground shaking thing about this show is like when the Mormon church gets involved and like tries to put a stop to like or put gag orders on some of the ladies for like saying stuff Mary I think is gonna kind of just be a character there to be a little bizarre you I know she's like, an Alex, like an Alex McCord in a way like but I, I I feel like she'll only last a season or two because I do think it's just way too much it has like before the show started to now oh my god I also oh, I feel like Leith, Leah Remini needs to come back and do a special episode <laughs> because she did one on, um, I think, the Brotherhood of Islam, and then she did yeah. one on um, Jehovah Witnesses. So I would love her to do one on this. I was like, I am ready. Dorit, Candice, Tinsley, and Bethany. If these names get you excited about fashion, then you will love the styles that we provide on our Like to Know It and Amazon page, Stylishly Salt. Girly with a bit of an edge is our specialty, and you're going to love our looks and the looks that inspire our wardrobe. You can purchase everything through our Like to Know It and Amazon pages. Follow us on Like to Know It by going to liketoknowit slash stylishly percent 20 Solomon to follow our look and shop our daily wares. To shop our Amazon page, go to amazon.com slash shop slash stylishlysolomon spelled S-T-Y-L-I-S-H-L-Y-S-O-L-O-M-O-N. Happy shopping! So what I think about Mary is that there's something about Mary. No, <laughs> she, she, you're right. She's going to leave because it's going to become too much for her. And like, people are going to like, she's not going to be able to handle the backlash of the, you know, the comments and the trolling and all of that. But I, I do think that like, I'm really shocked that she signed on to this because people who typically are in these kind of organizations avoid public eye and being in the limelight and, so it's interesting. We'll see. It's, it's so interesting. Like, even yeah. the fact that, like, just besides the fact that people are saying she's, saying she's, like, God and that, like, she's mm -hmm. running a cult. Like, she's married to her grandfather. Like, there's Which, so many reasons you would think somebody oh, might, before they start for a reality show, would go, maybe I should not be on this because right. of all this. You know, but I saw in her talking to Whitney that she really doesn't care what anybody thinks no. like and so with that said like I mean that to me is like is a real housewife you know like like it's disgusting as it is and how like there's like basically one percent people that would ever even consider something as cuckoo I think that like she believes her own like she had boils all over her body I'm not sure what 
is real there, you no, know? Like, doesn't I mean, no, like, I doesn't seem real at all. No, like, even yeah. I read some things, because on one of the um, Bravo pages, they put out about what that girl, I think it was the Bravo snark side, who had put mm-hmm. out the actual comment, um, or at least reposted it. And right. like, they were saying, you know, that she went in, when she was saying she was, like, as sick as her grandmother, and that mm-hmm. she went into the hospital, that was when she got all, like, the, pos- allegedly, like, the plastic surgery and all that. But also... Right. Oh, she says that when she was in the hospital, she went to go get her odor glands removed. Yes, I saw that. And because she had boils all over her body, the same that her grandmother did. So that tells me that, no, it just strikes me as no. But I mean, it'll be interesting to see the other women interact with her like it'll be interesting I want to see how the story develops because like you like I I was excited for Salt Lake City I think after Mm -hmm. Beverly Hills this season and I felt as well Vanderpump reunion like I was a little bit like bravo what is happening right now like some fresh so I was really excited for them but I did imagine in my head it to be more like that show Big Love so the yes. best. Oh, I love that show. Thank that is you. such a great show. Isn't it and such I, a good I show? Bet you anything, we're going to see like a polygamous scandal. I bet you anything. I like, would love to. I've been waiting like that show. I really thought I was like, okay, so we're going to have like, I think his name was Bill on the show. I was like, Bill. Right. And then, or at well, least like, his name. <laughs> what if Meredith and Lisa are like actually sister wives? That'd be so interesting. Yeah, but probably not because no. they have then one of them would have a prop husband yeah but but I would love for like any sort of like polygamous scandal because that is like very taboo with the Mormon people yeah I would like that too but is Meredith married Meredith is a oh yeah she's the one with the husband that's always in Chicago yeah and she's Mm -hmm. and they're Jewish right she's not Mormon Oh, you know what? You're right. And you're right about that. Lisa's a a Jew who was just, she said she was just culturally Jewish, but she actually converted to be like Mm -hmm. Mormon. Right. And I, and I, I am kind of confused of like the gray area between the Mormon 2.0 and like, who's a former Mormon. Yeah. You know, so it'll be, they're going to, they're going to dish it for us. I'm so excited. Me too. I am really looking forward to it. It's just like, a lot of days until each one like and without OC in my life it's like it just feels like I only watch Housewives and Shaws so like it just like the days between the shows I'm like Meh. have you ever tried Married to Medicine no 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 I I don't know why I'm so stubborn and resistant to new stuff I because I'm into housewives like I have yet to see Dallas housewives so I feel like that would be like my next yeah you'd want to try Dallas but yeah. I was gonna say when I was getting my sister Ilana into um like Potomac I told her if you like if you love Potomac you'll love the original Married to Medicine okay These I mean I have it all are amazing and do you okay. watch Atlanta I do. And I am spotty with it though. Like I've seen the beginning seasons because that came out like it was like around the same time as Roni. And then, um, I've watched here and there, like I put it on, you know what I kind of do sometimes I cheat and I watch the reunions. I do that too. Yeah. And then, so then I get just all the information and I can like skip all the whatever scenes. When I would first, before I would get really decided that I was going to watch a housewife show, my sisters would think I was crazy because I would go and I'd watch the reunion. If I was really (laughs) taken in by that, I was like, and I will go watch the whole series. Exactly. I've done that. (laughs) I've done that with Atlanta. So I'm, I, I love Candy from Atlanta. She's my favorite. So that, I, um, you know Candy's doctor, um, Dr. Jackie? 
I don't, but so I don't she know delivered her kids, and oh, okay. Doctor Jackie is the is the lead character in Married to Medicine. Okay, all right. I'll give you that so, like connection. Yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, that, so that's you a might pun. like it, I but like I feel it. like you and I would we watch all the same shows. Yeah, we would have fun. <laughs> yeah, if it's like be an in person thing. Yeah. <laughs> so then you've been watching Potomac as well, then, right? Yeah, and Potomac hooked me in so hard because I lived in Baltimore for a bunch of years before I moved to New York City, and and my brothers like um, I live in a family that was like my mom got remarried, and so they actually grew up in the Potomac area, and so when it came out, I had just moved to New York City, and I was like I was a preschool teaching and just like oh I was doing like five different jobs at once, and so no TV in my life, but. I regret it because Potomac is like the best. right up my alley. Like it from start to finish, Karen Huger like stole my heart. Like Amazing. I, she's like just a queen. She is. She's somebody that I would like want to be mentored by as silly as that sounds, but like just, I, I agree with what she's, who she is I get her so like this season everybody's like she's cradling like she's rocking like both sides I'm like I wouldn't I would do the same thing because I think that more people in that situation kind of need to be neutral to let the two work it out and it doesn't help when people are becoming divided and so like I appreciated her um, approach to that. So I, I mean, Karen Huger is my everything on that show, but I also love Ashley. I, I just like the youth and the, the related, like, I'm, I think they're the most relatable women. And they're so, they bring everything. I really do think they yeah. like give everything to the show. I, I agree. And they kind of treat their cast membership as like a sorority in a sense you know and I get that like I I just kind of see like even if they with with the exception of Candace and Monique um I see that no matter what they go through the ups and downs there's still kind of a bond there that they like hold on to and I appreciate that I love Potomac they're wonderful like I I love the bad fashion because to me that's like a little bit more real like I love watching all fashion like I love the I love Beverly Hills looks because they're amazing Amazing. yeah I but I love seeing the real fashion too like how a woman would take a designer clothes and just like live in them throughout the day and not like have a full look you know like Potomac still does that they still keep it real like that so I agree and I think Karen this season is having such a moment I know other people don't like it I loved her in the orange dress I think she is just an icon. Everything she's saying is so funny about Giselle. It's <laughs> and it's so true. It's like it's like she is the most true person. Like she just says what everybody's thinking. And I know there's actually I should I should watch when I say everybody, but I kind of get a consensus. Like when you're on the like what the fan pages and comments, you can kind of get a consensus. There's like diehard people, and then there's people who are just like 
thinking kind of the same. And like Karen represents that to me. Like she I agree. I think she's like the voice of like I think she's she has become especially this season. She's almost seeing it through the audience eyes and like looking around and being like, what is happening? I mean, I've heard this so many times on different podcasts. I'm completely the Karen and the good Karen in Mm -hmm. this situation. I think Karen is completely right. I think they're being very weird the way they are trying to make this woman who is friends. So if you were, that is how you would be. You'd be trying to see both perspectives. And right. I, I think Giselle and Robin are behind all of this. So I just feel like it's so late. I'm with you on that. Like, it, it is very clear. And when they come online and they're like, we're not egging it on, I'm like, well, I personally, if I was having wine and nibbles of cheese, but a lot of wine, and there's an elephant in the room that hasn't been addressed yet, and you wait until everybody's a little bit tipsy, and then you you bring it up even though you're a third party which Giselle to me did intentionally. And then it led to something that was very devastating for, for the whole cast. So like, I don't think that they're taking enough ownership because taking any to me. Yeah. And I think that when Giselle jumped on not filming with Monique ever again, that to me said it all because I was like, well, you just don't want her on the show. Like, that's that's clear because you're a pastor's wife. Like, you should understand what forgiveness is and the process to getting to forgiveness. Like, it doesn't take, like, a meeting with a security guard while you're taking notes on your phone and, like... You know, it, like, it's it, like, you have to, like, really extend, like, heart to people who make really bad mistakes. No, I completely agree. And also, like, you can't say that, like, I'm not saying what she did was so awful. I think what Monique did, you should never touch anyone. Mm-hmm. But Candace last year literally went with, a like, a knife. Yeah. And, and was, like, with Ashley. And, yes, Ashley kept coming back in the house. But then you could say the same thing Candace kept telling um, Monique to, like, what was she going to do? Was she going, does she want to jump her? Like jump her. You know, I'm, I'm human enough to admit that if I was in that situation and Candace was standing up and like waving a knife around, I don't know how I would react. I really don't like, I'm not used to that form of aggression. I, since college, you know, that's, that's like kind of college. Yeah. And so I like, I don't know if I would be caught off guard. And I just like, so I just recently posted a meme of that scene And it caused like a comment, like uproar in a way, because I really didn't realize that there were people who are out there that are really into like Candace's side of the story. And, but the meme shows Candace like doing that and being asked to drag, to be dragged and being held down by her husband, her own husband. And so to me, I'm like, well, when are we going to start to see Candace have a redeemable moment, like a moment where she admits that she has been aggressive and that she has been verbally terrible to uh, like four people, including her own mother and her husband. And that was a very big part of this whole escalation. And we can't, yeah, we can, we can be mad at Monique. And we can be mad at Candace. I completely agree. I think Candace, like, seems to be taking and has no, like, insight to herself. Like, mm-hmm. I said this again on a different podcast, but when she was in the therapy session and he tried to ask her in so many different ways, 
Like, where's your fault in this? Where do you see your kind of like devil's advocate? Like, where do you see like both sides? And she said, she's good. She's never done anything fine. I was like, Candace, like, this is such a moment for you because you are taking like nothing. And also I know it's going to come out at the reunion, which I'm so excited because they said it's going to be four parts. Yeah. Oh gosh. Oh, I didn't know that. That's great news. So um, 11 hours they filmed. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah, I do know. I, I saw Andy's thing, but I didn't know it was four parts. That's really I think awesome. like it hasn't like maybe officially, but it's unofficially confirmed that it's going to be four. And, and, and that I'm, usually ends up being true. When I know. Are, yeah. So. And I'm so excited. I love a four part. Awesome. Um, but I, um, I think that, you know, they planned this after Andy's birthday party. So they were planning to take Monique down to say that originally they were going to say that Monique's son was from a different father. And then I think one of the girls said, no, you guys can't do that. You have to do it this one. The reason Monique is so upset is because even though Candace wasn't really involved in the conversation, she was involved in the table. She knew they were doing it. Because she was getting involved with Sharice, right? Yeah. Sharice was, yes, I do know about that. And actually when I, I momentarily forgot yesterday when I was battling with people who are like into Candace, but that's so true because as a woman who I'm, I'm a married woman, if anybody said that about my husband, oh my God, like how hurtful, like that is, it's like a dagger. Like you can feel the pain. Like, and if Monique is in the limelight because her husband's a football player, she might be a little bit more used to it, but it doesn't exempt her from feeling like, why are you trying to like come at my family and my kids? No. And I knew like Giselle had to have been, I completely agree with you. And I knew Giselle had to be involved because Monique did this to Giselle. So I knew mm-hmm. Giselle was going to come back eventually to try to kind of do it. And I definitely think the line where they said to Candace, we don't need to send, like, we didn't mean to like send her to jail. Are we really doing that? And then Candace, yeah. was, didn't we? And I was like, okay, so you guys had this plan. This is all complicated. They gave the wrong girl the power and uh-huh. going really bad. But I also think they're not considering who Monique is as like, her heart and who she is as a real vulnerable person. She you lost a baby. Really to something with this. Oh, this is so you. true because because when she said, "Oh, didn't we?" Like I didn't see it that way, but now I totally do. So that's I like, really. That's oh, thank you. I right yeah. away in that part was like, oh, something like you guys just admitted on camera you guys were dodgy, and I hope they use that at the reunion because that mm-hmm. to me was such a sign where it's like Giselle and Robin are realizing things are going way too far. But yeah. I also think they need to consider what Monique as a person was going through. This was not the season, I think, to like the way they did even Lisa when her mm-hmm. brother and mother died. This is oh even to go after a woman. She lost her baby. She got pregnant again. Yes. She seems like she's having issues in her, her to speak right. up in her people, marriage. Uh, did people accuse her too of faking a miscarriage as well? I don't or know. Ashley? One of them, and which I also think is vile. Yeah, you, yeah I don't think, right? I think that whole thing is yucky, but I also think like Monique is clearly going through something really bad she has mm-hmm. I think my sister and I think like Chinchala or however you say his name was like something they told her to get as like a therapy thing like mm-hmm. a comfort yeah it's clear she's in a dark place though to do that when she's I agree. already I agree and you know where I could see that she was in kind of an off place and um this like is coming from like a perspective of a mother I so, I mean, I always go, like, if I had to choose between the two, I'm on team Monique, but I'm not, I don't think she's totally perfect. And there was a moment where she was talking about the fight in front of her daughter while she was doing her daughter's hair in the sink. 
And as a mom, I probably would not have talked about it in front of my kids. I would not want them to know. But you're right. You're right. I would not want them to know whatsoever that that is what happened. And so when I think about that and the fact that she did that, that kind of tells me that she is in kind of a, like maybe a, a bad place. Like she's not in the right place, like right mind of thinking right now. And that like Candace really like dragged it out of her. Like she snapped, she just snapped. And yeah, and I think Candace took like what she was feeling for Sharice, for Robin, mm -hmm. for Giselle, for everything. Like even I think her husband, like I yeah. think all of her anger went to Candace and mm -hmm. I don't think violence should ever be done, but I do no. think Candace was just as involved. So I right. think that she keeps being like, I did nothing. I'm like, I mean, this. I was really shocked yesterday when I posted that meme to see that people were not acknowledging the fact that Candace had played a part in this because I'm like, I don't know if we're watching the same show because up until this fight, the only thing I've really ever seen from Candace is her causing problems. Yeah. You know, like I don't see like a redeeming quality. Like I don't see the part that I'm like searching to like, you know, like I, I don't know. I, so I, here's my theory and I might be wrong, but I have a feeling they're both leaving the show. I think you're definitely right about Candace mm -hmm. and I feel like Monique will be a friend of. Yeah. And I think, well, that's good. I would love for her to be a friend of so we can get some kind of resolution. But what I did read in one of like my Bravo. Like, I think it was reality blurb. Was it the article about Candace? No, 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 no. Well, I didn't read an article about Candace, but I probably should. I do read reality blurb. Okay. No, but what I was going to say is I read like a, um, like the rules of Bravo, like the rules oh. of being a housewife. And one of them is you can't press charges. You have to always go like through Bravo court and that they I call it Bravo court, but Andy Cohen, and you have to like get a resolution because that's what viewers really need. And that, in a psychological sense made sense to me because I, I that's what I seek. I, I seek people making mistakes because we're watching television and that's why we watch television. It's for entertainment. But I also like to see a resolution and I would have liked to see Monique and Candace like not excommunicate each other and like make it so divided and awkward. I would have liked to see like maybe a sit down with the two of them, like some kind of like way to redeem the whole situation yeah, like the way danielle and caroline did it at that yeah yes very good it yeah was, and they were even covid ready they had the restaurant <laughs> paired <laughs> out yes and they, they didn't even have a resolution but at least they sat down yeah and, and you like, felt like something was decided that moment right. which was that danielle was leaving yeah exactly <laughs> but like so i i don't like that that it, what Candace is doing is making me feel like she just wants Monique fired as a retaliation. And because if she was true, like she would try, you know, we've all yeah, been you in, would try to have a dialogue, try to have something like, I, I mean, I've never been in a fight like that, but I, I kind of always think like, what would I do in this situation when I watch these shows? Like that's a part of relating as like an audience member. Yeah. Like, if it were me, what would I do? And I wouldn't, I personally wouldn't cut the person off. I would want to try to figure things out. So again, I've, I've never been in, as well in a fight, but I, I think I would also have a lot of guilt 
myself for mm-hmm. if a person came and attacked me the way Monique did, I would think to myself, what did I do that led to that moment that yeah. made somebody who I thought was very close to me like basically want to kill me and so that's so wanna, true yeah like no what what did I do and I would try to talk to her I probably would want to have a mediator because I would know we are getting too aggressive with each other right. but I would want to have a sit down I do agree that the fact that Candace was the first to sue I think was not yes. a good thing on her I think I no I terrible this reality blurb I read this but I hope I'm not quoting wrong but they said that Candace actually might be the one that is officially going to get fired because they said the other girls aren't liking to film with her right now that because she also got in another fight with um ashley and chris with, yeah which i'm looking like forward to seeing yeah and I, I have a feeling after that like i don't know how anybody's going to be able to like be on team candace after no that. but but i also on your point there i um in in terms of the lawsuit i i, I just don't really understand why anybody is still like candace isn't suing because like a judge threw out their their lawsuit altogether so a judge in the american like legal system like and sorry i'm stumbling my words but i think the reason that is is because of the clause that bravo puts in like in their contract that they can't go to court and And then something that i thought of i was like denise got lawyers involved and now she's not on the show but we all just like go into the place where like she left the show because it sucked for her but like what if this is like a thing like bravo doesn't want lawsuits and if you bring a lawsuit you're done like in I, no, I, I could see that like it, I definitely think the lawsuits play a role I did hear with Denise that she was actually invited to come back but that she and she wanted to come back but she wanted okay. a huge raise okay. and, they, and yeah. I know that's another reason if you ask for a huge amount of money they will get rid of you they don't right. think like you're at that level right but I do agree I do think that lawsuits as soon as you start to really go after because even Vicky the same thing she sued Bravo mm-hmm. remember and mm-hmm. she was gone. Mm-hmm. So I mm-hmm. do agree with you. But a lot, my sister actually pointed out, Ilana, that like also it might be that when you're looking at the judge throwing out the cases, that means yeah. that both sides and decided probably that they both were both at yeah. fault. Right. Which, which tells me like, why are there people defending her online? But I have like also a theory that people are paid to defend her. Like, I, I know that's happening on the internet. And so like, I don't know. But I, I see the show. She's, I would, we still have a couple more episodes. We still have the reunion. So I'm not totally like she's done, but if she, if there's no redeeming moments, then I'm not going to be able to like, no, I agree. Candace has been so sad to me because when I I first met Candace and I know I learned, I've learned a lot that not many people liked her, but I did like her when I first met her and I think and her were adorable and maybe because they both are into fashion. I was like, look at them. They're so cute. What's going to happen? And they do look cute. Yeah. Yeah, They looked adorable. And then Candace would do certain things where I was like, oh, Candace, please just right. make this a moment. And this isn't like your story. And then it's been her story for me for so long mm-hmm. now. It's yeah. hard to continue to be like, I like Candace. I think that's the like, genius behind this season of Potomac is that we, as an audience, like 
see both sides and we're not willing to write off Monique as a total sociopath because she just had a weak moment. And it's, and it's because of Candace's previous actions that like people just really can't empathize and like feel her pain. You know, like her tears are even like, yeah, the tissue. They're like dabbed on. I'm like, and I really have to get footage of the producer that she was sitting with because at one point he was like, girl, stop crying. And I was like, oh, really? I want to see this. Yeah. Like she was sitting with a producer in one of these episodes just to like, it was what I call like a filler scene. Like when you have nothing else to talk about, she went and got like some record contract and the producers like, and she's like, I like, she's like, excited they were happy tears and he's like girl stop crying and I'm like yeah that's how I feel too stop I agree with you (laughs) stop the fake tears the things of her like being the victim even the music thing I made a comment in one of my notes like she has an amazing voice I'm not saying that actually for a housewife she's like wow but Mm -hmm. I don't like Mm -hmm. I'm not in the place to see her journey of her like oh totally I am 100% more willing to listen to the Countess sing than Candace. At at this point, I'm like, not today, Candace. You do not have that lightness. Like, that should be when we're celebrating you, that you come back up. Like, Mm -hmm. I still think at least that maybe some people are on Candace's side, but I don't think they're actually looking at all at the past. Like, look at Monique. Um, in seasons, Giselle came after her, was being really aggressive. She never really fought with her. The time even that Robin was going to fight her, she backed right. off. It's like, true. She it's had very that true. restraint. And, and then also just in the fight, I just watched the other night, the fight when they were at the farm and yeah, with- was pregnant. Candace was in a pregnant woman's face. Like this is a pregnant woman. Like I know it, it's like... I, you just get your emotions get heated and stuff yeah. but this is a woman who's already like exhausted and is at a farm being filmed and she I'm sure she's just so like over it and then to have Candace be like waving her finger in her face I would have a I would have a hard time being restrained too like I'm not even gonna, I can't even lie like I'd be like you don't even understand the other thing that about Candace is the Ashley sh- stuff, the tweets. I'm like, you you are done to me because you are like coming at Ashley but acting like you're not. And then, I don't know, I'm so over Candace. She could go. But the sad truth is, is that if Monique left too, I don't think the show would fail. I think it would. the show yeah, would go on. Yeah, I think on. the show, I mean, Wendy is such an amazing new addition. I also yeah. think if Candace left, Wendy and Monique would be friends. I feel like they have a yeah. lot in common and they would yeah. actually see stuff. Like this whole idea of perfection, they both seem to really try to live up to the standard totally. they have set for yeah. themselves. I have a question about Wendy. Do you yeah. agree or do you feel like she sometimes goes from zero to a hundred a little too fast? I think she definitely does. I mean, I don't get with the whole Karen thing. Like Karen didn't say that first of all. So that in itself is annoying because I wish she would at least like the way she's getting so upset about these degrees. Oh my gosh. It's too much. She made a little like side joke. No one is questioning this woman's degrees. You are a genius. We get it. Yeah. And it's, 
it's yeah. like the, she's not humble about it, so it's like makes it very annoying. And I really have liked her. I really do think she's been amazing. Like coming in, I think even better to me than um, Leah. I think Wendy mm-hmm. came in. You were like, you are mm-hmm. in. You are amazing. Mm-hmm. But I won. I think I agree with you about that. And I also just a side note on Leah. Yeah. I think she's. I'm one of the people that thinks she was like a little overhyped. Me too. Like, yeah. We are too. Okay. Yeah. We yeah, we felt like one. I like Leah in the beginning, but I think she has too much of an arrogance. She seems like she feels like she is like running this show and I don't really yes. feel like she is. And right. she's she's acting like she somehow represents like I feel like she's supposed to be representing like what everyone's really thinking and trying to be that girl and I don't think she does at she all. She does. I think she misses the mark too. Yeah. I agree. And Leah is my age. And so I always like when somebody's my age on the show, like be like, well, how would I be friends with her? Right. Like, and how would it feel? And I kind of think like she's trying too hard. Me too. I think she, I think she's trying too hard in her looks. I think she's trying too hard. She can't dress. I'm sorry. How does she have a fashion line? Right. Well, and I don't know if I even believe that it's like, was is it real? The, I don't know. Yeah, no, it's a terrible. We tried to like, look it up. We couldn't, like, yeah. barely could find it. We didn't right. have any because my sister right away, and actually a lot of my friends too, because we're stylists, would be messaging mm-hmm. us and being like, what is it? Have you guys ever sold it? I had never heard of it. And I'm sorry, but, like, there are Etsy sellers that sell, like, like T-shirt merch that kind of, like, is more, like, like when she just put the bitch, I elevate this shit and like that simple writing on tie dye. I'm like, this is just so tired. Like, yeah, no. I, don't, I don't. And I don't even know. as she, she yeah. kind of admitted that she wasn't even really into fashion. I was like, what is with Kyle and you deciding that for some weird reason, you guys are going to have fashion lines when you don't even seem to yes. have like a love for fashion. But I know. Yeah, as well, Alana and I were talking about, she needs to be on a Vanderpump. She needs to be on like the New York City version of a Vanderpump. She right. doesn't, it doesn't make sense to have her with these group of girls. I, I agree with you. I like, I, I like a more established housewife and with certain ones like Potomac with Monique, she does fit in. She does feel like she's living that lifestyle with all the other girls. Leah doesn't even seem like she'd ever talk to these women unless they're oh, friends of her like mother. You can see that in the way that she treats the veterans because going back to that sorority mentality, like if I was going on to Roni, which is like not a dream of mine is, but but we have like these fantasies as we watch the show right it's only natural and so like I think that if I was like amongst Sonia and Ramona I would have a much different respect too. than Leah did as a as coming in like because of everything and the way that they paved the way for the whole franchise and and so I I think that the way that she challenged them were annoying and they were like oh let me just show her how to be crazy and like anytime they would be crazy, she'd be like, Leah'd be like, oh, I didn't, you know, like, yeah. I'm like, you don't know the background at all. I don't know. I wasn't that into her, but a part of me wants to see more. So, see, I want to see. That's what I feel. I feel like it's not that she's not interesting, it's not that she isn't this kind of cool person. Although I do feel, because I've heard like certain stuff about that's resurfacing on the past. I feel like she's trying to make us think she's one person when she's not. Oh, yeah. I wish she'd be more open about kind of her life. She just has a very, like even the thing that happened with the police to everything else. Like I just think right. there's things weird about her, but I just feel like she's not meant for the real housewives. Well, there's something that's missing from the equation and that is how she gets her money. Because 
her parents seem like they're from like a very humble place in Connecticut. And she only got a small settlement from the NYPD for throwing the water bottle in that dude's face. And I always say to myself, like, if I knew that that's what it would take to succeed as like an artist that wants like to be established as an artist, like I would throw water bottles left and right. <laughs> but like, I, um, I'm not, I didn't go that path. Um, and then, <laughs> Too bad, so, that's not taken. Right? So, so, and then, so I just don't know what's funding her. You know what I'm saying? Like, See, I feel I like when I met her parents, I was like, okay, they are hippy dippy. But I feel mm-hmm. like even from the story she told, she is from upper middle class and is trying to yes. act like she's from like the hood. She's right. not from the hood. No, so I not feel no. She was a millionaire matchmaker. Did you see that? No. Yeah, so I caught it. It was like a random YouTube find. And she was matched on like the millionaire matchmaker. She had a totally different face. This was like in the mid 2000s. And she, um, so she, apparently she already had a million dollars, but I don't know how from married to the mob because. No, it's not from that. Yeah, I just don't know where that. No, yeah, see, so, I think her parents come from money, and she is trying yeah. not to let us know. Even her sister yeah. seems like that. Like, I just feel like Leah is trying. Like, even from stuff I've read, which might be alleged, it might not be true, but allegedly, like she was very Republican. She was very against the Me Too. Republican. They said that what? she was very like. I read something that said she was like pro-Trump years ago and that she was also against the Me Too movement, which who can be against the Me Too? She just sounds like she's oppositional, like that she's just choosing the opposite to like make people mad because I've never told anybody before I even had like a meme site. I was, it was during when BLM was blowing up in the spring or early summer and Leah posted a post of her, it was a woman in New York City getting pushed over by a police officer and her father posted on the thing, well, what did she do to get pushed? And I commented from my personal account, I didn't even have a Bravo account at this point. I, I commented it, I was like, did you ask your daughter the same thing when she got beat up by a cop? Oh, go and here. Leah, and Leah blocked me. And like, then I was like, what? I was sticking up, what? The, I was so confused. That's so weird. But that was the first taste that I had, like from like having an Instagram and how small like the world can actually be in the Bravoverse. Because yeah. I mean, I wasn't even trying to, I wasn't even trying to be seen in that comment. I was just like, really? Like she had a situation of police brutality. So I don't really understand why her dad would say that. And I was like, did you say that to her too? And I got blocked. So I don't know that, that kind of told me a little bit about like, no, I agree. There's a, there's a little bit of fakeness there. I I completely agree. So I just think Leah is like, I feel like she got a lot more hype than I feel she deserves. And and then even she made a comment when it was officially announced that she was asked back. I mentioned this in like really old podcasts, but she basically Mm -hmm. said under the comment when somebody was like, yay, Leah's back. And she's like, yeah, because I haven't finished the work I need to do here. Like what? Work. Like what are you talking about? Okay, because guess what? Bronwyn is already doing the sober thing. Yeah. Even though I'm not watching OC, like I, I have a phone. So like it shows up in my like news blurbs or whatever. So I'm able to see that like, that's already going to be a storyline. I 
think Leah's going to struggle for a storyline when Roni's. Yeah, I do. Yeah. And I think that she, a part of her, like, like straddles the the straddles being a yes man and also being an like somebody that's oppositional. But her oppositional side usually only happened when she was drinking. Mm. I don't know. I just think that she she has the chance to like burn out from Bravo and be done after this next season. I agree. I really do feel yeah. like maybe she'll surprise us and then we, I have to have, we, Alana and I have to have you back on so we can like deep dive. Okay. Yeah. Like maybe definitely. she'll surprise us and she'll be like amazing this next season. But I have to say like, when I first watched it, I was like, oh my God, she's kind of like a Bethany. She's really cool. She's just getting in by like, I think the third episode of her, I was like, nope, mm-mm, this isn't fitting. Yeah. Like she's just too much. So yeah. hopefully that journey will. I mean, there were some moments I have to give it to her when she said the wings on her, the tattoo, when she's like, because it can fly. I cried tears laughing. <laughs> like, so there are moments with no, her. But like, that's why I was okay. saying, like, it's not that, like, both Alana and I do like her. We just don't get why she's on Housewives. It's like, you almost need you. a show about her. Like, I want to like, I want to see what she's doing every day. Like, what's going <laughs> on? Her family dynamic is really interesting. I just don't understand how she's considered a New York housewife, like, I, I know it's probably unpopular. Alana and I are among the people who don't want them to bring in young people. Yeah, I'm with you because I agree, like, we're there to see the same people. And sometimes when the young, when young cast members come in, it's like you have to nudge your way in and and then you have to go through, like, the trials and tribulations of everybody, like, learning to, learning who you are. And so I'm with you on that. I also, though, can't watch grandma's no but i think like potomac is the perfect example because they were able to bring in sort of like some younger people some older but you have these women who are really wise and aspirational and you want to learn and i felt like that was usually what or you want to learn what not to do as well but like i always felt like there was that level and when you start bringing in kind of more Leahs who are still figuring out their stuff. Mm -hmm. They're not people, I think, like, you might say, oh, we have similarities, but you're, they're not somebody you're trying to... Right. The other thing about Leah, too, is that she's a little too hot-headed about being, like, New York City and the young New York City. And I, so I'm with you because I don't really necessarily... Like, her, when she said she wanted her sister to join the cast, I'm like... You are not Kim and Kyle Richards. No. You'll never be. And I'm not that interested in knowing your sister because she looks like literally she could be my neighbor. And that looks like, <laughs> that's not like that extravagant. Like I need the extravagant. Me too. Like, I want the extravagant. Yeah. yeah. Like I love Karens. I love the Nini's. I love the Sonia. Mm -hmm. Even right. though she's insane. And it's not that I think like in any way I would maybe love her as an actual person, but on yeah. TV. Like definitely, definitely. It. Ramona would be, Ramona kind of reminds me of the aunt at Thanksgiving that everybody's like, yeah. well, I have this aunt that's a Trump star and she's annoying, <laughs> but she gets really drunk and is hilarious. Yeah, I like, agree. I, I would, that's how I feel about Ramona when I watch her. I'm like, I don't like her beliefs, but she's, she's not that abrasive in her beliefs. You know, she still kind of like keeps it. Yeah, I yeah. agree. Yeah, I think so New York is New York and Potomac are definitely two of my favorite. Salt Lake City mm -hmm. is actually going up right now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I really love the first episode. I 
I cannot wait for Salt Lake City and to see where it where it unfolds. Sorry, I had to turn off my. No, your picture's so pretty. I love what you're wearing. Is that a skirt? Wait, where? Oh my God, you see me? No, I just see the the picture. It was your DM picture. Is that you? Oh, oh okay. Is it my like my Zoom picture? I think it is. It has you have a beautiful printed skirt on. I believe that's, that's actually one of my prints. So that's one of the I made that. You so. made that. I did, yeah. I love I, it. Do you have a site? So I do have a website. I'm like, um, it's called Camp Kitch, and oh, it's and it's, but I don't sell my clothes. So I oh. what that what that piece is is a painting of mine that I got printed on fabric and turned into a skirt. So I I've always wanted to get into selling it, but like I said, like I don't have Leah's like throwing the bottle at the police officer. <laughs> situation going on in my in my life so I um I I mean end goals you know we got dreams but I whatever you do Alana and I will be there we will shop and we'll do a whole thing on it oh my gosh thank you so much yeah it's so pretty thanks I I like bright colors and a, a lot of my work reflects on how I feel about living in New York City so it's very personal when I go out wearing my stuff I um I do get stopped by a lot of people. And it's, so it's like really, it's a whole thing. Like it, it helps me feel confident as an artist because well, of artists course, I mean, I know moments, our, yeah. our listeners can't hear, of course, but your artwork is so beautiful. That painting Thank is you. amazing, the colors, but that skirt I would wear like every day. Thank you. Oh, You're welcome. I appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> For, for, for you, because it does seem like um, you like fashion as well. Is there any one person on the show who like, well, who do you like the best and who do you like worst? Oh, oh, here we go. Okay, this is a good question. Yeah. So in terms of fashion, yes. I'm, my two, I have to do two best. I love it. Okay. And they're both from the same cast. It's Erica Jane and Dorit. Oh and the reason is because I can see myself like doing that like I can see them do I would love to do the whole look like I would love to have like the big hair and like all that play dress up in that sense like if I'm gonna like go designer and like get really into it I'm gonna go go big you know that's that's how I feel um so I relate to that and Erica more on like a show sense like if I was like on stage or doing something like you know performing. performing yes I would go in an Erica stylist sense but in like Dorit when she when I see her pull off some fashions and then like the runway ready looks and the the hair stuff I'm so into that as an artist like I'm like I I like the risk she's taking I I could see myself in her clothes that's a good question because there's also like I have different feelings based on casts but Beverly Hills is my fashion go to who do you think is like the worst I mean, I, I do think that the Potomac cast in general has to do some work, um, but I mean, I do think Giselle's outfits are terrible, but I, but I love when Karen says that that's her brand. Like, I just saw Karen say, like, that's her <laughs> brand, and that's what she does, and I'm like, you're right, Karen, because we've all, like, picked up on Giselle's terrible fashion, um, but I, like I also... I don't know. Like, I think the the people that I like the least are the ones that just, I can't even, like, they don't speak to me. Like, yeah, just, like anything. Like, there's not, like, Robin, nah. Yeah, I was going to say that. I like, Robin, somebody who I don't love the way she dresses. Yeah. I, 
Yeah, Potomac is in general, like I kind of love that they're normal, but I also hate their clothes. Um, and Beverly Hills, I just, I mean, even the old Lisa Vanderpump looks, oh even gosh. though I don't dress business. Yeah, but Lisa's just, ooh. Iconic, like I, I miss her, I do. I, she was a hard character that to love for a lot of people, but I, I kind of felt like I related to her a lot. And, I loved Lisa. I thought she yeah. was like the highest of the, like Lisa, because, I figured everything you're saying. Well, when I say I relate to her, not in the sense that she's like Lisa Vanderpump, because she's amazing, like in that sense, like she's icon. But what I mean is like when she doesn't, when she clams up about being wrong and like when she went through all the deaths that she went through, I saw her retreat in a way that I could relate to. And it was in a relay that like, like sometimes if I was on national television, I'm not sure if I'd feel comfortable saying exactly how I feel about those heavy issues. I, I, I got what was going on there. Me too. So I, was, I wasn't mad at her ever about the stupid no, dog. No, I think I was or, mad at Kyle the whole time. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah. and so I, I don't know. I just love, I love Beverly. So I'll, I'll pick a franchise, Beverly Hills for and the then and for the best and then Potomac for the least. And then is your favorite overall New York from all the shows? Is that your, or is that just it, your first year? It's love? my comfort zone, I would say, you know, it's because I, I live in New York. I love New York. I've always like, before I lived in New York, I wanted to live in New York because of that show, you know, so I just. Oh, I love that. Yeah. It's so lovely. But um, <laughs> With um any with any of your memes, because I know you said that with one of them you just got a lot of com comments. Just recently, yeah. yeah. Has any of like the cele like Bravo celebrities reposted one that like made you, or has anyone reached out to you where you've gotten really excited? I haven't gotten a repost. I'm dying for one, but I have gotten likes from Tamra, oh. Sonia. Um, Andy Cohen saw my story when I was like going off about like Kelly Dodd he, and I oh, was like, wait, wait, I'm like, Andy Cohen just saw me go off on this. Like, I'm like, I, this I, is like a huge deal. It made me very nervous. And then, <laughs> um, and then who else? I had, um, Vicky, like when I was going off in the Kelly Dodd thing, the Tamara and Vicky, I got lots of likes yeah <laughs> I like um, that but I haven't gotten any comments Heather Gray from Salt Lake City just liked a meme that I posted oh, so, so exciting yeah. and you know what that to me that's what keeps me going in a way it's like I know I'm not gonna hit it's like in general you're not gonna hit a whole audience of people and have everybody like what you do but like having people in my life now that like talks about this it, it's like the being quarantined sucks but having online communities to like kind of make up for it is yeah. like something that I'm, I find very valuable. So I'm really happy that I'm, yeah, that there's this whole Bravo verse out there. We completely agree. I mean, it's been amazing. Like even getting to have you on, like we're, we're just such huge fans and the Bravo community is so lovely and we are obsessed with the housewives, obviously. So to yeah. have people who want to dissect it as much as we do has been like, such a fun time. I agree. I agree. And, and even when I like, you know, my husband who's watching the baby right now, like he's just like, no questions asked. I was like, I'm doing a podcast and he's like, go do it because he knows that this has just been like such a great outlet for like such rough times, you know? 
button in whenever you want. I hope you use this as your, another outlet for you. 100%. I, I love you guys. You guys are have exquisite taste. Exquisite. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. We, we are like, honestly, as soon as your name to the pink thing, we were just like, this is our person. We need her on here. Thank you. Oh, um, thank so you. Before I let you go, though, I'm ha I could keep you for hours. We have Same. a fun little game we play. It's okay. called um, text, oh, I'm sorry, text call delete, call text delete. Okay. Okay. Kind of like Mary F. Kill? Yes. Okay. I like this. And we will do the a Beverly Hills edition. Mm -hmm. So let's do Lisa, Dorit, and Erica. Okay. Lisa, Dorit, Erica, text call. Call text delete. Call, okay. <laughs> um, I would text Dorit. Wait, wait, no, 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 no. What is it? Call text delete. Call text delete. So All I right, guess I call delete, would be like. I would delete, unfortunately, Dorit. Okay. I would text Lisa only because she would make me nervous and I would call Erica. Ooh, what do you think Erica and you would talk about? I don't know. I, I, because I, I would clam up and like not be able to talk to her. <laughs> One thing I like about Erica is that she has like a persona that she fucking just dominates. Yeah. And I, I relate to that like showmanship in a way. Like if you see me on TikTok ever, like sometimes I'm lip syncing songs like from the nineties and just like, I get the need as a mother and a woman to like just need to perform. And so I really admire that she became famous in her late thirties, kind of famous, but like <laughs> she, she, I don't know. I would love to be friends with Erica. Like I think she's oh, so I cool. Love that. But did, but did you, do you hear just on a side note, like, the drama with her you do you think oh it's gosh like, um scooter Braun? So when the whole meme thing went on i like when she went after yeah the, we had her on yeah. brands but yeah. yeah and i like her i like her content and i like liked that whole tea because i was like mm, this is spicy but the one thing the only thing that i could think in my mind i'm like what is causing erica right now to be so tense like and i even said that i was like in one of the comments like I just want to know what's happening in this woman's life that she's like, feels so tense about this meme. And then when her divorce information came up, I was like, oh, that's what it was. That's exactly what it was. So I feel bad for her. I'm divorced sucks. I'm, I'm not divorced from my first son's father. I, we never got married, but just, I just couldn't imagine what she's going through. I, my heart goes out to her as she's, Aww. A lot of people like speculate it has to do with money and this and that, but I, I know I'm a lot of this about Scooter Braun. Yes. See, the thing is, I'm also, I'm married to a, an attorney, to a lawyer. And the one thing I know is that they are very ahead of, of their finances. And also they have malpractice insurances and things to protect them. So when people say, oh, he's getting sued, she's protecting the assets. I'm like, that's not accurate at all because the, he has, he has protection in place for that already, like comes in the form of insurance. So I think that, I really do think that their marriage was just at the end of the rope and like, um, that, you know, they were married 21 years. She's a completely different person yeah. than who he married. And, and so I, I just, I feel bad for her. I think she's probably going through a rough time right now. So I hope it makes her maybe come back next season and share a bit more. Cause I at least have mm -hmm. felt like 
I, when I first started with Erica, I didn't love her. Then right. I rewatched her during quarantine and I was like, oh my God, Erica, like you're amazing. Yeah. But yeah. then this last year, she's kind of not been that great to me. So well, I hope. No, I, and I, I'm with. I agree with you on that. I don't think she, this last season sucked for her. Yeah, I didn't care I, for I, her. I, I, I was also on Team Denise, so I was like, why is everybody ganging up on me? Like, this is annoying, including Erica. But now that I know that she's getting divorced, I think I have yeah, a little bit Yeah, I bet you're right. She was going I'm like, I'm like, she was just hiding some things, like, and she was able to hide from that whole storyline. I do hope that she shares more, but I don't. I'm not holding my breath because if he put a gag order, like some kind of legal thing. Oh, you're right. I didn't yeah. even think about that. Yeah, it might not even be her choice. And I think that he had a whole hand in the in what she has shared so far because of his job. So I, I think that we will see an Erica that opens up more, but I don't think it'll be about him. Yeah. You know? Well, I'm excited know. to see. Well, again, um, we are so happy we got to have you on. Could you let everyone know where to follow you? At um, Kenneth Vanderpump on Instagram. And I also have an Etsy, The Real House Kitsch. It's well, fresh okay. and new. So it has Real Housewives inspired merch that is made by scratch for me. Um, so that's oh good. my God, I love that. We are gonna, And I love the names you choose. I'm going to have to really stalk you. And your TikTok for your artwork? Is Parallel Universe. Okay. So it's, it's Parallel Universe, but with my name, Sarah, in it. Oh, I love that, too. You're amazing. Well, I want to thank you again. It was such a pleasure. Thank you for having me. This has been such a good time. I will come back anytime you guys want me to. Well, then we're going to have you back a bunch. Okay, definitely. And I'll let you know when I'm heated, too. Like, I'm like, yes. I got a topic to talk about. <laughs> we, I'm like, we are up 24-7. Just you message, and we will start, like, getting back and forth. <laughs> All right, great. Thank you so much. Thank it's you. It's such a pleasure. I'm and you guys are wonderful. I'm, oh, thank- I'm, I really highly suggest, like, any Bravo people who are listening, like, get styled by these two ladies. Oh, they know what they're doing. my honor. Thank you so much. You're going to make me blush. Oh my god, that was like such a fantastic interview with Ken Vanderpump's Mean Villa. It was such a privilege to get to do that interview, but I'm so excited for you guys to talk with Alana now. I am so thrilled to have the pleasure of speaking with Reality Dude himself. The interview was such fun and I hope you enjoy this listen as much as I enjoyed spending time with reality dude himself and I can't wait to hear it as well hello everyone and welcome to the latest episode of tongue in cheek with the Solomon sisters I'm Ilana Dina cannot be here today but today we are joined by a very special guest we'll have reality dude here with us and the amazing page has been open since 2018 making us laugh and making us look at our reality stars with just a little more sauce thank you so much for being here of course and thank you for inviting me to speak on your podcast oh my god it's so it's so it's always such a pleasure to have someone on who you we admire so much i mean your page is so funny and you have such great takes on everything and you always have the best 
pictures too. How did you end up starting your page? And could you tell our listeners a little bit about your page and yourself? Well, I was always into the reality TV, watching it and getting scoop on it. So then I decided uh, to make a page to start reporting on the reality shows. First, I just did Bravo and then I tried to do some shows from TLC as well. Yeah. And what um, is your like favorite of the shows? You can pick TLC as well. I just mean if you've got a favorite. Yeah, I, I really enjoy watching the Real Housewives of New Jersey. And then I also like um, Summer House on Bravo. Oh, I love Summer House. I love Paige DeSorbo. I think yeah, she's, she's so cute. Yeah. I like her style as well. <laughs> yeah, I like pa yeah, Paige and Hannah. I think they were a good addition to the cast. Yeah, I, I actually think until the season they came, the show didn't have like the same flow. You know what they mean? Like, I think the second round of casting, they did everything with, like, um, a meet and kind of before that time, it was not so good. And then they brought in, you know, the Giggly Squad and uh, now Lucas. And I feel like they really, or Luke, I'm uh, sorry. Uh, and I think they fit in really well. Yeah, I think yeah, they made the, the soul better, actually. So I wanted to ask you, you had this amazing post on today, uh, sorry, yesterday, I think actually you posted it, where um, with Ramona, Sonia, and Luann. And I wanted to know, are you excited for New York? Do you, what do you think about this coming season? Last season was quite a lot with the, like kind of drinking and everything. And it, there was a lot of criticism that this show wasn't exactly up to sort of the level it ought to be in terms of sobriety and sort of having a storyline. What did you think about last season? Are you excited to see yeah. I am a little behind on The Real Housewives of New York. So I, I do have to rewatch the last season, but, um, but I am happy about the new additions. And I think um, diversity was needed on The Real Houses of New York. So I am happy about the two new additions they have added. Um, a strange thing in Bravo, where even if there is diversity existing, it's like very separated diversity. So the network on the whole might have diversity in its shows in terms of they've got shows representing, you know, Indian culture shows representing, Mexican culture shows representing, black communities, white communities, but never really integrated with each other, which is far more natural. So I'm glad to see them taking steps. And Ebony looks like she will be really interesting. They keep seeing posts with um, Ramona. And I'm interested because Ramona is sort of painted as someone who's not quite open. <laughs> I'm interested yeah. to see how this works. Did you hear about the rumors with New Jersey? Yeah, um, I did hear about the rumor. And it's going to be a big blow up with Teresa and Jackie. Yeah, and which team are you on? I like um, both of them. So I guess I'll have to see how it plays out on the season. To be honest. I, a lot of people are super Teresa stands, and I don't want anyone to come after me for saying this, but I'm over Teresa. Like, I'd be fine if she left the show. I don't know if the soul would, could survive without Teresa. Oh, really? Yeah, I just feel that way. It is always scary to get rid of OGs. You, I don't know if you said, um, you do, you said you watch Orange County, right? Yeah. Yeah, and um, I think you know this this season is very different than last season because last season 
uh, you know, there were the OGs were there, and now the OG is Shannon, I guess, and she's a little nutty. And but I also think with Teresa, Teresa is a really hardworking person, but she's not like a person who is a natural leader. I think you know when she came on the show, she was sort of brought on more as like the cute kind of wife of of someone, and they think they thought she was ditzy and a little funny. But I don't think that she was sort of brought in to be like a Bethany. And I think like now that's sort of her role. She's like the leader and everyone has to follow her. But like Melissa said last season, Teresa doesn't even react to something until 24 hours later. Like Teresa needs a minute. So it's sort of hard to have this show where I feel like all these people are sort of um, bowing down to someone like Teresa, who's not very quick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's my argument. But so, do you like this season of OC? I know a lot of people aren't watching it. Yeah, I'm not uh, too crazy about it. I'm missing actually Vicky and Tamara. I felt like they brought a lot to the show. So without them, it's kind of boring, kind of. Not the same way with Teresa, but more kind of slightly controversial. I don't really, like, I'm not a Shannon fan. I don't know how you feel about her, but I think she yells a lot, and it makes me nervous. Like, like I'm, I'm a, I don't know. Like, she's always like, ah. Yeah, she's kind of <laughs> loud, yeah. Yeah, and it makes me nervous, and I always feel like, you know, she ex, ex, um, sorry, exclaims everything. She doesn't just say something. She, ah, I would never, ah, and it yeah, just like sort of makes me nervous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like this season you've got like Kelly who is you know yeah, wacky. Just, like, yeah I'm definitely are... not a Kelly fan yeah and I don't know if you, are you caught up on this season yeah and then plus also some comments Kelly made uh, yeah I'm just not a fan of her yeah but in the last episode she and Emily had this conversation because I watched it. I hadn't been watching the season at all. And then um, you told me you were watching it. So I wanted to watch it to kind of we so we could discuss. And the last episode, Emily and Kelly were sitting down, um, I think, at Emily's house. Maybe it was Kelly's though. Anyway, it doesn't matter where they were. And they were discussing um Bronwyn sobriety and the fight between Bronwyn and Gina and they were saying like how they liked her better drunk and also like they made some coronavirus jokes and I I just sort of felt like the show was really out of touch like with what is sort of like happening right now in this world in the world yeah so you know, if you look at sort of earlier um, in the in the um, coronavirus, let's say introduction. Like I remember in January, I had a friend visiting from Hong Kong who was pregnant, and she was going back and forth if it was better to stay here or go back because at the time, at least stateside, it didn't seem like it wasn't quite. People weren't as aware of it. Let's say. Yeah, in the beginning they weren't. Yeah, so, okay, I can kind of in my head say, okay, maybe this was filmed during that time, so they didn't know better at the time, so the joke, okay, you know, uh, let's, I'll move away from that, but staying 
about the person who is trying like I don't drink ever like I'm not a sober person I, I can drink if I want in terms of I don't have any abuse issues or something but I don't drink by choice and um I can still appreciate that if a person's on some journey where that was a huge part of their life and their upbringing and their socializing and she said even on camera that even if they hadn't heard I'd imagine they were aware that she's afraid that people maybe don't want to be like they won't be her friends anymore now that she's different because she's not drinking hmm. and then they said this thing and I thought oh my god like that's honestly probably one of the most out of touch statements like you don't make it even if you think it you don't make it yeah this would say that instead this would be supporting her instead yeah. of comments like that yeah and it and i definitely think like the the show on a whole because of comments like that and because of um you know people like kelly who make these really outrageous statements that she makes you know it it feels sort of like I don't even know if the show has at least with its current cast like has a show what do you think of Gina I think she's okay but at times she can get boring and I'm not too crazy about her storyline to be honest yeah I don't like her I I find her like a little like she doesn't seem like she's on the right reality show. Like yeah, I don't think she'd be a ninety day fiance more than I could see her. Yeah, I think she would fit in more with that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just don't think she fits in, and I, she's always trying to make Bronwyn seem very um pompous. And I'm I don't know I I I I'm not saying that Bronwyn is not a bit of a snob but i feel like it's not enough to make like a plot line out of it because yeah. all these things are yeah. yeah i just feel like yeah, gina kind of always attacks bronwyn kind of yeah and bronwyn <laughs> to me is not um like i feel really sad for her in terms of the fact that she's clearly got a mom who is more interested in being the center of attention than building up her child yeah and i think she sort of grew up like very damaged because of this her history with her mom but i do think that so between her alcoholism her relationship with her mom you know her her life with her children even this new dynamic with sean and notice, I have noticed he stopped wearing the necklaces as much, which I'm really glad to see. Um, <laughs> but, you know, even with all these new dynamics, I do feel like she somehow isn't interesting TV. And, yeah, I know she brings a lot, but, I, yeah, I do feel sometimes he can be a little boring. Yeah. And, and I think they I definitely, so at least they need Tamara back, I think. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm not even, I actually, Tamara scares me as a person because she seems very rageful. Like, she's the type of person I would never want to meet in in person. <laughs> like, I would be really scared of her. But she does stir up things and sort of move things. And if not Tamara, you need someone like that, like a, like a Lisa Rinna or, yeah. um, that brings you know, something. like that. Yeah, someone who they 
push of the story forward and they kind of bring out of everyone their emotions. Because so far, I, I watched four episodes of Bronwyn crying. <laughs> yeah. It's not that interesting. <laughs> yeah, it's getting boring now. It's like the same thing every episode almost. Yeah. I don't think actually anything has changed this episode. The only thing about this season that I have liked um, in terms of I, I found it sort of slightly interesting, but I do mean slightly. I really was interested about the dynamic between Shane and Emily because last season it was so different. And I don't know if this season is a better reflection of, of them or last season, or if it's somewhere in the middle and they're just really trying hard to kind of give us a certain impression. But it's so different this season. And every time they're together, I'm like looking, like I'm, you know, with a fine glass to try to figure out like, what, what is this? Like, who are they? And, and, and was it Emily? Because at the reunion, I felt bad for Shane. Yeah, I think that the relationship is kind of strange, kind of. I'm not able to figure them out. Their daughter is very cute, though. She has pretty eyes. Yes, their kids are cute, yeah. So, do you live in California? Oh, no, I'm actually from New Jersey. Okay, is that why it's your favorite? Yeah, that's part of the reason, yes. Oh, I don't know why. I thought in some reason I had California in my head. I'm going to rate the franchises in my favorite, but I want you to go first. What are your order for the franchises? I would say the on the top is New Jersey. Then I really like Potomac this season. Yeah. So I'll put that. And then I guess I'll put Beverly Hills. Then uh, um, Beverly Hills. Then Atlanta. Then Orange County. And then I think oh, Orange County. Then New York. Then maybe Dallas at the bottom. Oh, my God. Your my list is very different. Oh. So you you like you like Beverly Hills like more than New York? Yeah, for some reason I'm not sure, but yeah. No, don't worry. <laughs> I like the way you say it for some reason. You're allowed to like <laughs> No, I only for me I always I feel like the last couple of seasons Beverly Hills I loved in the beginning, but the last couple of seasons I felt a bit like um like they have like one story. You know, like the Lucy's juicy um, story and then they have like this season the get Denise story but it's not like about the different women it's about like this one story that they're all kind of joining and I haven't enjoyed that do, do you oh. like oh I see what you're saying yeah they focus on just one story for the whole season yeah yeah I don't I enjoy agree. that when you're doing your memes and things like do, do you find it sort of more challenging when they do those type of plot lines I guess I would say so, yeah, because they have to just focus on that one thing, so. I don't know, like, like dynamics happening that they're ignoring. Like, for me, all season, last season, I was very annoyed watching Dorit and Kyle's um, dynamic. But oh, they, yeah, that was getting annoying, yeah. Yeah, and they didn't really, like, do anything about it. Like, they didn't discuss it, you know, and they yeah, didn't seemed, really get into it. Yeah, it seemed kind of fake a fake storyline kind of so i do want to ask i know where i'm just jumping around but i'm so curious because i was looking at i was like deep diving your page the other day 
And you have like so much good information. Like, do you have it in with someone, or is it just your own research? Like, how when you're doing your post, like, where are you fi- like finding everything? <laughs> yes, some is I'm doing research and um, looking at other pages and getting the scoop. And then there are some people that um, that I get private DMs from and stuff, so I get scooped that way also. Ooh, anyone good you want to share? Yeah, I don't. I don't think I can say that. Oh. <laughs> it's okay. I understand. <laughs> so, have you had like any moment, and you don't have to say the person obviously, like within it, but any moment that was sort of like it just kind of blew your mind? Yeah, I've had those that I was surprised by what they told me and. When you first started, did you think it would get to the point where you were like interacting with the housewives? Yeah, I never thought that, but there have been uh, quite a few housewives that have responded and interacted with me, so it was nice. And there's some of them are very supportive. I heard from some other people that we've interviewed that Sonia, Lisa Rena, and Melissa Gorga, those were the names they get a lot of, like that they're very um, kind and communicative. Yeah, I, yeah, I've spoken to uh, Sonia, and then from the Salt Lake City, Jen Sass, he's been very... Um, interactive and supportive and then some of the cast from New Jersey and Dallas as well oh my god I, I, I need to switch my my approach to housewives I want to talk to all of them I am <laughs> so excited for Salt Lake City it's this week and I literally like I have a countdown going I'm so excited yeah I'm I'm really excited for that the trailer looked good so we'll see really good and honestly I feel like we don't have a lot on Bravo just kind of actually going really roundabout but when we're seeing that diversity one of the other things we don't have a lot of is like religious diversity like if you see someone who is Muslim or if you see someone who is um, Jewish or you know like oftentimes you don't see them as like practicing their religion they're people who have left their religion or don't like or they say oh I'm Muslim but I don't I'm not that kind or I'm Jewish but I you know, eat, I'll eat pork, you know, they're not really people. And I think it'll be interesting to have a cast who also is, at least some of them, like still actively believing and practicing this religion that a lot of people don't know a lot about. I yeah. Yes, I'm yeah, curious about seeing about that religion as well. So. Ilana, do you know what I love? All things housewives? I do, but I also love art and silk. Well, then you're going to love to say the scarves because silk specialists in Italy layer original artwork on silken canvases via the latest digital printing technology, allowing for an array of art mediums and colors to be expressed. They're the most beautiful scarves on the market. Well, now we all must shop to Seda. And you can! Go to shoptoseda.com, that's shoptoseda, D-E-S-E-D-A, and enter our promo code SOLUMEN20 at checkout for 20% off your purchase. Happy shopping! But I wanted to know if it's okay with you. I wanted to ask you some questions about Potomac and your thoughts on the season. And then I wanted to go into some like sort of current gossip um, in the world of kind of housewives and all things um, going on. Is that okay with you? Oh yeah, that would be great. Yeah. Perfect. So 
just about rehearsal for Potomac, I have to ask you, we ask all our guests, it feels like the question we have to first, you know, if you bring up Potomac on, which is whose side are you on, Candice or Monique and why? Yeah, in this I'm a little conflicted because I agree that uh, Candice has been insulting and attacking Monique from the beginning of the season. But mm -hmm. the same, I feel you, you shouldn't put your hands on anyone. Yeah. But, but I do, uh, do see both of their point of views. But uh, it would be good if like, Monique saw a little remorse maybe in the soul. I personally, I like the both of them. I like Monique more, but I did like both of them. So with um, Candace, I personally think she gets like, she's quite happy that the public is looking at her like almost like weak and like a victim and they all feel, they feel bad for her but I don't think that's a reflection of what's happened she's quite fiery last year she had like the whole incident where she grabbed the knife on Ashley and not just her her violence with um like with the utensil but also like her mouth she was nasty yeah and, she said horrible things yeah yeah, and I saw a montage a few weeks back on Potomac where they were trying to show Candace like walking away from Monique a lot. And yeah, she did that, but she also was running her mouth a lot. So I don't necessarily think that Candace is like, she was a victim of physical assault, I will say that. Yeah, but I don't think she's truly the victim, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I do think like a lot of times I'll see people post stuff and I would I, I feel like it's sort of it it's bothered me because they'll be posting stuff that sort of try, like kind of supporting the narrative that Monique was lying about the blackout. And I'm kind of I know everyone's making fun of Karen, but I'm kind of a little bit more on Karen's side in that like I think that there's a history there. There's like an emotional medical issue with Monique about, she's talked about bullying in her past. She's talked about having a very difficult life. She lost a baby recently. Like, so she's yeah, had a baby a recently. Yeah, it's just even a lot chemically on the body. And I think like, I believe she she did black out. Like even, I know it's, I don't know if you saw the clip, um, you, you know what I'm referring to when the clip where they show her like remembering right after the fight everything. But I think sometimes that's what happens. Like in the moment, you're still kind of running hot and you're you're just spitting out everything. And then the next day, you can barely piece it together. I think so. And then uh, Candace was egging her on too, I guess. So that was even more hard. Mm -hmm. I truly, like someone said on a different podcast that like they didn't understand how Monique got that mad when Candace was saying she loves everyone. But to me, if someone's been messing with you, and then they're like, oh, I love you. Like, that can be triggering. Yeah, and she's been after her since, uh, like, the beginning of the season, even last season. Personally, I believe the rumor that Candace and Giselle and Robin and all those ladies were planning to, like, take down Monique this season. I believe they're, like, and I think Monique knew. And I also believe Candace knew about... Um, Charisse and and everything like when when she came, I yeah, think she knew what she was doing. Yes, he invited her. I think on yeah on purpose to get Monique upset. Yeah, so I'm like really, uh, like I don't think not only do I not think she's innocent, but I really think that she's a bit lying. 
Yeah. Yeah. And she's trying to act more like the victim. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I really, I, I wish so much that we could have um, like more of the footage. <laughs> How do you feel about Wendy? Dr. Wendy, I should say. I actually like Wendy. I think she's a, a good addition to the cast. I like how she has like four degrees. It's good to have like a like a housewife that um has education and all that. It's just good to see. I agree. I think she's great. And I, I really like her fashion. Like overall, I think she's very chic. And, you know, I was very interested because she said in an interview that she was actually wearing maternity clothes a lot of the time. Which I thought was amazing. Oh wow! I knew all this. Yeah, but I really like her. I think she's really coming nicely. A lot of people always talk about how Leah entered into New York like super strong, but I think Wendy entered in maybe even stronger in Potomac. Like it's like I feel like she was always there. Yeah, she was. Yeah, great audition and blended in nicely with the cast. And I agree with what you said as well. I love how I love that she's the daughter of immigrants that she sort of discusses what it's like that pressure and that um, responsibility when your parents have done so much to give you this opportunity and I also really like how clever she is and how much of an established career she has like outside of the show that's so respectful so that she's actually you know the show is not like sort of her income it's not her defining sort of thing that she's doing it's actually something like on her cv and her story is quite inspiring yeah mm -hmm. when she spoke um to the women when she was talking about the voting and the importance i feel really stupid saying this but when she was speaking about um the importance of voting locally is almost more important than voting um nationally I found that such so interesting. It just never occurred to me that perspective, which feels very stupid to say out loud. But I think so many people I've spoken to, they'll say, "Oh, I don't even know who's the local person." Yeah, yeah, that was very interesting. Yeah. Yeah, and I feel like you don't hear that a lot. Forget about on a reality show, but certainly not just in general. Like. Yeah, you don't hear, hear about that. Yeah, and I, I'm very interested. I could, I, I could honestly get more from her. Like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm really happy with her as an addition. I think she is beautiful, smart, clever, and most importantly, she's just that, like, enough crazy that I think, like, she brings interesting. When she fights with Ashley, it is so funny when she yells across the table, "Call me Doctor Wendy." <laughs> like, yeah, that was funny. Yeah. <laughs> She just has that, you know, that confidence. And I I have I went to school in London and a lot of my like schoolmates were Nigerian. But I still like even though I had friends, Nigerian friends, I didn't know like so much uh, like about I mean the food, but like about the customs and the culture. And I'm really interested like in what we're seeing. I love the idea of the the money at the sip and see and everything. Like mm. it was so fabulous and the the beautiful clothes. I love the pageantry. It was gorgeous. Yeah, that's another thing. I like where I like to see souls or culture, and like mm -hmm. we can also see and learn about her culture. I like that part also. Yeah, and it's very interesting because if you think about it, on a show that really is like focused on the black community in America, 
on even the other shows like if, that are sort of more centric to that community where you've got like Married to Medicine and Atlanta, you know, those shows, you very often don't see people um, who are African. You see like African-American, you see, you know, Caribbean-American, you see people from like who are the maybe children of immigrants or second, third, whatever generation or have been there, you know, been in America very, very long, like someone like Giselle, whose family has, was there since times of, you know, they were enslaved, which is horrible, but you don't really get that often, and, you know, these women who are actually, like, a little more fresh off the boat, which you see more, like, in a shot of Sunset. I don't know if you watch that show as oh, well. Oh, yeah, but, yeah, I do see that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I quite like that. I like seeing that mix also of sort of the old traditions, the new traditions, the modern, and also what it's like for someone in that position. Yeah, I like to see, to see the different cultures and their religion and traditions, like you say, yeah. So I think we've talked about Potomac enough and I would love to just sort of talk about some of this week's like news. Hannah from Below Deck Med had her baby. So cute. Did you I mean I know you posted the picture of her holding the baby, but did you see the other pictures where you saw the face of the baby? Yeah, I did. Yeah, her baby is very cute. Yeah. Very cute. I mean, Hannah's yeah. so much surprised, but her baby is a very cute baby. Yeah, so adorable. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very happy <laughs> for her. Did you watch Below Deck at all this season? Uh, the Below Deck men, I'm a little uh, behind. So, I, yeah, so not really. I know. I do well, stream got it. Tr- very dirty as I'm sure you know <laughs> yeah I did hear about that <laughs> so it's just really nice to see her have this sort of very like happy you know like some of the other people in the Bravo world like Stassi having a baby I just couldn't get excited for it because Stassi disappointed me so much in yeah after what yeah what happened yeah yeah, so it's so nice to have someone where, you know, you could be so happy for them. Then they happy have this beautiful, beautiful baby. Yeah. So I want to ask you, sorry, I just, because I forgot. Are you watching Southern Charm? You said no, right? No, yeah, I haven't seen them. Okay, so I want to ask you any Southern Charm question. I, but I will ask you about Erica and Tarn Gerardi's divorce. Yeah, so that, yeah, that was like a, a talking news that was very... Actually, it was surprised because they've been married for like 21 years. And it was also kind of sad to hear that because since they've been married for so long. Yeah. Well, yeah, but... I heard a rumor that they had like a contract. Have, have you heard this? I think I did hear that, something about that. Yeah, they had a contract. Yeah, so that they were supposed to actually divorce at 20, but then because of COVID, it delayed it. Yeah, because their relationship was always a little strange, so I guess I would probably have to believe that. Like, do you remember when they went out to dinner with Lisa Vanderpump and um, Ken, and he yelled at her when she was trying to, like, add to the conversation? He was like, I'm talking. Yeah, that's when their dynamic has always been a little weird, so. Yeah. It's like more like the way my father, even more than my father, my grandfather would have talked to me, you know, like, like, you know, you're the child, pipe down, no one cares about your opinion. Yeah, because yeah, you seem more like, a, instead of like a husband, more as like a father figure. He, he viewed him more as that, I thought. I agree. And, and then like, 
it's always it made me laugh so much because anytime he comes on camera and she, I think she did it a couple times even this season where he would come around the girls and then she'd be like see see I told you I told you <laughs> and it's like if you're feeling so need to prove like why you're with him like you're you're faking you know it's like to me the couples that post a ton on Instagram I don't really believe their relationship is so great because I never post my husband and we've been together a hundred years so it, yeah, it seemed like she, yeah, she was trying to prove to the other woman that he was happy yeah. and they were together and all that but, yeah and then now I'm hearing rumors that you know there was a suggestion I can't remember his name but that her dancing with the stars partner oh yeah I heard of the club yeah club that it could be him that she's having this sort of long-term affair with there was another post um i'm forgetting what page i read it on might have been bravo snar's side they're posting a lot on this but um where it said that it was scooter braun oh yeah i did hear that they thought yeah it was scooter braun also there's been a lot of rumors about that i am so like Honestly, more than I was interested in this season, I'm interested in this. Because <laughs> we don't really know Erica's type. I mean, she's essentially been with her grandfather for 20 years. Like, <laughs> I don't have a sense of what attracts her, what's her type, or what she's looking for. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we don't know her type. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, her husband literally looks like an age cabbage patch kid doll like how do I know what she's attracted to and she's so pretty that I like I can't imagine someone not being attracted to her so I feel like it has to be like what is her type is her type like someone who is the power man or is she looking for someone like more artsy and creative now you know like I'm so curious because probably financially like she's not motivated by that anymore which might yeah definitely not yeah yeah, I'm so curious. And you remember, she doesn't have a, a prenup. Oh, yeah, I did read that. Yeah, there's no prenup. So yeah. I think she's sad. <laughs> yeah, I think she's fine. Although I do think, like, since he's one of, like, from what I understand, like, America's, like, top lawyers in all the country and, like, whatever, I don't think any legal document is going to stop him from getting whatever he wants. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, don't make sorry. Yeah. But here is my theory. I think that when they got together, because she was like a cocktail waitress at a strip bar, you know, and he's like a powerful lawyer, and I think they had the traction, and I think he also maybe made some sort of, um, like, promise her, like, I'll take care of you and your son kind of thing, and, you know, you'll spend the amount of time with me, you'll be my plus one, I will support you in anything you want but I think what he was really looking for was someone who he could be checked out with like what like he's married to his job so when he wants her by his side and when he wants company you'll be there but you want them like but it wouldn't be like a real relationship and I think she agreed to it and I think that might have had like a certain amount of time related to how long yeah it did seem their relationship seemed a little artificial kind of so yeah so as soon as I heard he didn't go to the Chicago show. Yeah, that was, yeah, like a red that flag. That was yeah. bizarre thing. Like, I can't imagine um, like, my husband not showing up for me if something big happened, like the first chance he could. 
he'd probably be there at the rehearsals if he could. I mean, I can't sing for shit. He always tells me to stop singing when I do. But if it was something like that. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. My sister and I are, like, for, um, we do personal shopping and styling, and we're doing, um, for uh, the holiday season, like, a collaboration with the jewelry um, brand. So we've oh, been creating all these bracelets, and my husband has been, you know, like looking at us, helping us choose the right paths, helping us find the right stones and make sure. And like when I'm coming up with designs, telling me his opinion, you know, asking even his sisters what they think. Like he's been so supportive. Yeah. And I just can't imagine a husband like Tom, who's like this massive thing. I mean, being on Broadway, you know, or like being on the same we'll see her. Yeah. Yeah. You Go would on. think like top priority stuff. Yeah. Before you um, go, I do like to um, just play this game with everyone that comes on, Dina and I. It's sort of our way of getting to know you a little better. Okay. So it's sort of a called call, text, delete. And we give you three housewives. And you say who you would call, who you would text, and who you would delete. And you have to explain why. Okay. So we're going to do New Jersey because you said that's your favorite. And we will do Melissa Gorga, Margaret, and Teresa. Yeah, I would probably uh, call Margaret. Because he seems like he would be the, the friendliest and most probably fun to talk to. Mm. And, and she looks amazing. Her facelift is fantastic. Yes, it looks very pretty, actually, with that, yeah. yeah. And then... The text probably uh, Teresa, since she's like the OG of the show. I think it would just be fun to text her, and then mm -hmm. I like M Melissa too, but but unfortunately I would have to delete. <laughs> you just don't like her enough. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for spending time with me tonight. I really appreciate that you gave us this time and shared with us your thoughts. We enjoyed having you on so much. I hope you'll come back and next time Dina yeah. can be here too and our sound can be a little bit better. Yeah, definitely. I enjoyed it and thank you for inviting me once again to talk on your podcast. It was a lot of fun. Oh, I'm so happy you had a good time. Honestly, it was such a pleasure talking with you. You're so interesting. Oh, thank you. It was a pleasure. Like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. If you want to follow us across our platforms, you can find us on Instagram and TikTok at Stylishly Solomon. Solomon spelled with all O's, S-O-L-O-M-O-N. And also on our Instagram, you can find links in the bio to follow us on Amazon and like to know it and shop our looks and find out our fashion breakdowns. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and leave a comment. We always love to hear your feedback. We thank you for thinking of us and appreciate your love and support.